talking no facts all feeling wrestling podcast i'm Allie. i'm ann and i'm leah you're back <laughs> well you're Yay. back welcome back Anne. we missed you thank you i miss you guys too you did a great job though thank you we, we did something <laughs> we it, were we, a little worried <laughs> It takes a lot of work when you're a three-legged stool and one leg is gone and then you have to yeah. sit on the stool. It takes you're a lot of effort. You're balancing the whole time. It's like mm-hmm. a circus yeah. act. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully we did we did okay. But we feel safe now. We feel safe. <laughs> it's did much you have a nice trip? I did. Yeah, we had a great time. My nephews had RSV, so now I have RSV. <laughs> so it must have been a good trip. <laughs> so, you know, my, my baby nephew put his full hand in my mouth, so that, um, you know, was probably what happened there. But, yeah, no, we had a great time. Did a late Christmas. My brother and sister-in-law got me a Tunnel Talk sweatshirt out of the blue. Anna's looking so cool right now. She's We're looking so jealous. Really cool. It looks yeah. great. They got the logo. They put it on. I was so excited, so... Yeah, pretty cool to have merch. Just me, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hope it's me someday. (laughs) Um, Everyone else, doing doing good otherwise this week. Yeah. Anne has her RSV. Leah, how are you doing? Feeling safe? Feeling comfortable? I don't have RSV, so that's That's a good plus. That's (laughs) amazing. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Those clear sinuses. Can can I get a... uh, can I get a supernatural update? Mm. <laughs> I, should, I should be checking before I get in here and see what it is. Because yeah. I always have to backtrack, backtrack and be like, where am I in? That's how deep she is. Out. She's completely lost in the woods of supernatural. <laughs> she doesn't know where she came from. She doesn't know where she's going. Well, Allie, I'm on episode 21 of 23. So soon I will have accomplished my goal and I will be in season 10. Wow. Season 10? I'm on season 9, episode 21. <laughs> wow. Leah. And uh, what's the quality like at that uh, that point? Yeah, did it get? Did I... it end up getting better in season 8? No, no. No. <laughs> so that was say... a lie that they were telling. Yeah, it was a lie. It was not good. I would say that there are these moments of clarity where you're like, <laughs> the supernatural writers should be studied by some sort of academic body. What they are doing, they are they are they are doing things that no one else is doing. And you just have these moments where you're like, unbelievable. And then there's moments where you're like, who what what is what am I supposed to be understanding is happening? And you want you don't have enough TV anymore that takes you through all of those different uh, highs and lows. That's mm. so true. Sometimes it's simply like good or bad. That's not what we're <laughs> yeah. interested in. No. We need something unique and unfathomable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, what yes. I would like us to look into for next time is which season Sarah Gamble was active on the Supernatural uh, mm. writer's room. Sarah Gamble, who went on to make The Magicians, a show that also hated its viewers. So I <laughs> <laughs> have to look into that. <laughs> you ever well. think about the fact that, like, Freaks and Geeks got one season, but CW Supernatural, just as many seasons as they wanted. Well, maybe See, Freaks and Geeks should have had more yes. battles Freaks between and heaven and hell. <laughs> Freaks and Geeks yes. was perfect. Like, Freaks it and was Geeks perfect. was true. everything anybody ever wanted. They couldn't have maintained 15 no, seasons. that is true. Supernatural said to you, you'll get what you get. Yeah. <laughs> and they and maintain that quality level. Yeah. Yes. It is. The simple yes. fact about Freaks and Geeks is that I would not give up 
that ending uh, no. for anything. So yeah, we couldn't we couldn't have more of it. Whereas Supernatural, every episode you could give up so they can keep <laughs> making it forever. <laughs> You didn't watch the finale and think, wow, I could never give that up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Although, in a way. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well, it'll be with us forever. We watched it together. We were we discussing did. this on the on the Social Suplex Network Discord earlier. So go go check it out. See what we had to say. The one uh, someone we were invited to talk about wrestling and instead we just talk about Supernatural. <laughs> Well, I think we were invited cool. to talk about what happens on our podcast, which is a lot of discussion of Supernatural, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see if it comes up again later this episode. Uh, you want to talk about some wrestling? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, if we have to. Okay. Uh, this week, the Bucks fully debuted their new characters in a backstage interview with Renee Paquette on Dynamite. So Renee asked about the rumors circulating about the Bucks. This was a funny verbiage to me where I was like, <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> even I at first as a, as a real in the know viewer was like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> um, the Bucks responded. They asked to be called only by their God given names, Nicholas and Matthew. They were wearing their names were God given, like as though God himself named them. It's like he took given name and Christian name and was like, yeah, that's just what it's called. Uh, you guys want to check in quickly about do another little outfit check in. <laughs> Leah's overcome. She's like, I can't, I can't do it. What is, what's, what is Sharpay's brother's name on High School Musical? Brian. I want to say. Don't you, Brian. don't you think that Nick was giving Brian energy yeah yes i mean the hat that for sure goes a long way yeah the The hat hat goes a long way i was interested was it the same suit because it looked gray this time instead of a pure white does he have multiple suits did he buy multiple suits i feel like the young bucks would love to buy multiple suits for i hope he's signed up for like rent the runway or something (laughs) (laughs) are men allowed to have rent the runway I don't know. I hope. Well, I have no if idea. they aren't, I think that's um, unfair, and unjust, <laughs> and misandry. Let them have rent the runway, and I'm not saying can't they rent shouldn't. clothes now. My God, they're not allowed to do anything anymore. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Nick, I think the close up on the low ponytail Matt. tail plus the. I'm sorry, Matt. I meant Matt. Uh, yeah. I think the the close up on the low ponytail and the stash was not really a forgiving place for him to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, it was made very clear that Matt has sacrificed, in the in the immortal words of Louisa May Alcott, his one beauty uh, for, for this look. And I'm sorry, Matt, you actually have many beauties, but. To, to have tamed the hair, slicked it back into that severe little low ponytail, it does, it crushes you. But I think that's what a good heel does. They crush your yeah. spirit. Yeah. He's His hair afraid. shouldn't be low. It's got to be high. It's got to be, be high. high. It's got to be loose. It's got to be luscious. He said, no, there will be no body to this hair. And I love that he's giving that. It's like a little bit like he went shopping at um, kind of like a Brooks Brothers type store for like rich men's like... Saturday afternoon clothing, you know what I mean, with the little cardigan and stuff. And that he went to buy the clothes and they were like, sir, please let us measure you. Sir, please just let us get you the clothes in the right size. And he was like, no, 
I'll take both these. Both of them. Both of I'll them yeah, are not wearing ones. clothes. <laughs> both of them are not wearing clothes that fit. Nick's yeah. jacket was so small on him that he couldn't button it. I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna the start... menswear Twitter guy would be mm-hmm. so mad about. Nick's. I was about to say I'm gonna start tagging Derek the menswear Twitter guy just yeah. to be like, please discuss this, and he's gonna be like, why? <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> but he commented on Bill Hader's suit fit recently, so he yeah. should he should say something about our men. And some MMA guys lately, too, because he was like, buff guys oh, want to show off their bodies, but they shouldn't wear too tight suits. I love, true. though, that when, if he comments on this pictures, he's not going to say, like, they're trying to show off their bodies. <laughs> he's going to say, I can't imagine why you would wear clothes that don't fit right in this exact way. It, it boggles the mind. They're perfect. Um, okay, so they said in this interview, they explained that they that whether the rumors are true or not, they've done what they had to to protect their baby, AEW. They said Renee owes them because, like, they're the reason she gets a paycheck. Uh, and then they explained that AEW has experienced a culture shift over the past few years. Quote, because we started to lean on yesterday's self-serving cancerous superstars. So they said Sting isn't part of that problem, but he represents... Uh, the aging superstar demo. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to him, and we would never ask anybody to do anything they weren't that we weren't willing to do ourselves. So Renee was like, "Do you mean you're going to be fighting him?" And Nick was like, "As EVPs, we'll pull some strings." And then they had to bounce because they got a, a message about some important EVP business they had to attend to. Uh, also on Dynamite, we had a Darby Sting art film in which Darby said that he and Sting have their sights set on the tag team titles before Sting's retirement. Uh, what do you guys think about this whole new presentation from the Bucks? As my friend Bree pointed out, if you are only paying attention to kayfabe and you are, if you don't know what's really going on, what it seems like is that the Bucks got beat by Chris Jericho one time and said, fuck old men. Amen, brothers. And I mean, honestly, like, yeah, if they start euthanizing the old men of AEW, like, honestly, like, yeah, take out Arn and Tully. Like, let's get rid of it. There are too many of them around here. I haven't, I haven't seen Tully in ages. That man can't still be backstage. He can't still be lurking backstage. Sure. Arn no, is still back there? Arn is. Tully's Arn not. Is. I think Tully got involved with a prison ministry. <laughs> oh, yeah. He got retired. That sounds, that sounds he got retired. That sounds kind of familiar. Um, well, we certainly have plenty of old men that they could take out. If that's, if that's the business they're in now, axing old men, we got plenty <laughs> lying around that we could oh, yeah. throw at them. Just throw a cat. You're going to hit one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I like this gimmick. I mean, the fact is that, like, it's already made people so angry. And so it's like, please, <laughs> I'm absolutely sure to let them finally make the jokes that they've been wanting to make and piss people off in the way that, like, like people have started thinking that they'll not, like, the Bucks will never say anything and they'll never make co- comments. So it's kind of like, well... You fucked around for a full year, so now you find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a very funny gimmick. Like, I'm getting a big kick out of it. It is funny to watch people, um, like, lose their minds about work shoot stuff. Like, suddenly everyone's on a different side of the equation than they were before, which. Uh. 
it is absolutely wild to see people being like, yes, this is actually just them showing their true colors. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, we need to do a real reality check. Like some of you, like someone needs to come door to door and check in on you <laughs> and just see if you're doing okay. Uh, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Like, it feels like they eventually were like, well, what the fuck? Everyone's going to yell at you about it anyway. So just do, so just actually do the gimmick. Uh, and I think it could work out really well. Um, I had a great time. I love just watching them do a little new acting called like, I'm a, I'm a rich boy, but I don't know what sneakers are. I'm too busy <laughs> playing the stock market. So I think, it, I think it could be fun. I like it. Um, yeah. We I just, are I want them with the discourse. Yeah. I just want them to like have fun. Like it's a, like this clearly like they needed to be able to make these comments, but I do hope that like eventually what we're going to see from them is them clearly having fun again because yeah, it's yeah. been quite a, and, quite a year. And they are much more fun as heels too. So I'm excited oh, yeah. for them to go full heel. Yeah. It's going to be great. I think when they're actively destroying aging men, surely they'll be having fun. <laughs> I would be. I think they're going to be having the time of their lives. Um, I want to see bits like, you know, Dustin see, Dustin Rhodes sees them in the hallway and like scurries <laughs> away. <laughs> where he's like, not yet. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I'm not 65. <laughs> and, like the Kind of like a Grim Reaper EVP role for them. <laughs> Please don't retire me. I have so much left to live for. <laughs> or it's now I am just doing, I'm just doing Kenneth in my head. I'm not finished with them, Jacob. <laughs> they stay on this side. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so they weren't really, I'm interested in how you guys think that this, that the situation with Sting and Darby is going to play out. So, we have this Darby Sting promo implying that the belts will be getting involved. Jericho and Sammy lost their challenge at Battle of the Belts, so Ricky and Bill still have the belts. <laughs> so, and then, but then also the Bucks were kind of taking attack in this promo where they weren't really like coming at Sting, like they weren't healing at Sting. They were like, Sting is unfortunately going to be a casualty in our war on old men. <laughs> where do you think we are headed in this storyline over the course of the next few months? If I had to guess, I would say that very, very soon they're going to announce that Darby and Sting are going to fight Ricky and Jericho. I mean, Rick, Ricky and Jericho. Ricky and Big Then <laughs> <laughs> Sting and Darby get the titles, and then they hold them till Rev, and then the Bucks take them at Rev. I, if I had to guess, I, I assume that that's how it's going to go, but you never know. Yeah, that's my guess too. And since you since you do leave the business on your back, you know, then you just get them over to the bucks. So, are you are you with us, Anne? Are you with us on oh, that yeah. one? Absolutely. I knew I knew you would be. <laughs> I was with you guys on pretty much everything you said. If people were looking for me to excoriate you for your Wardlow takes or anything, Hell I was yeah. like, nope, Hell I'm yes. afraid. I'm afraid that's exactly what he looked like, and it was very cute. And on, uh, on this pod, the call is coming from inside the house. And you know what? Because it's not on the schedule, let's just check in on it here. This week, Wardlow gave a promo, guns out in his uh, in his tank top, and I thought repulsive. Yeah. Put them away. No. Yeah. Put your sweatshirt on. This man and would never take my trash out. This he was man making... would never shovel my driveway. No. That man <laughs> is good for nothing. Yeah. yeah. 
I wish that that was his new gimmick where, like, he showed up this week in, like, a T-shirt that had, like, paint stains on it and, like, work jeans. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yes. Right? Like, he yes. literally looks like he had just been pulled away from repainting the kitchen for you, you know? And, like, that's oh a gimmick God. I could yeah. get behind. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wardlow and his girlfriend just bought a house and they're doing oh. a lot of projects. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, his yeah. chore day clothes. It's like he was out cleaning the gutters. He was fixing the siding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a man that I could put a lot of fantasies on too. <laughs> but not these repulsive, bulging, no. glistening muscles. Ugh. A man who looks like he spends all his time in the gym getting those muscles so he's really boring and does nothing around the house. Like, no, that's not what women want. That's not, not what women want. If you hear it on no other podcast, you'll hear it on this one. And to be clear, I would help with I would help with the gutters, I would help yeah. with the siding, I would help break the lawn. I would every Absolutely. other every other other time I would go out and I would shovel the driveway. But not <laughs> half the time. Less than half. <laughs> I'm not shoveling. I'll do a lot oh. of things, but I don't shovel. Wow. Okay. Well Strong you can stance. take on a different chore that Wardlow doesn't want to do. That's, yeah, you and, that's you and Wardlow can work that healthy. out. That's right. <laughs> it's about equal partnership, you know. That's right. Exactly. He, he hates unloading the dishwasher, so you do all the yeah. dishwasher I stuff. I always do the, the dishwasher. It's about equity, not equality. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. That was, On a, this that podcast, was a really smart observation. <laughs> yeah. <you> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to make it through. Uh, I, think, I think, Leah, you are right. That's what I would do, too. Um, to, to harken back to the to a long time ago when we were having a conversation about the, who would have the belts at Revolution, I would for put a minute him on I was like, and- I did I did think you were going to be like, yeah, I also would ha- I would unload the dishwasher. <laughs> you I, yeah, <laughs> shoveling no. In my in the in the fantasy world that I'm in, we don't have a dishwasher because we're like starving grad students or living like I do right now with no dishwasher. So we have to do them by hand and I will do that (laughs) anyway. But I, I I would also give them the belts and let them have them at revolution. We do have to do that pretty fast though, if we're doing that, because we're, yeah, we're closer than I thought we were. I don't think you want them to have less than a month with the belts. Right. That's why I think like it's potentially like this podcast is going to come out on Sunday and it all, it will have been announced on rampage or collision. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, yeah. it's I think it's, it's gotta happen very soon. It's so wild that Ricky yeah. and big bill still have those goddamn belts. It's just like, they're going to end up having don't a long run like, just because nobody knows what to do with them. Don't you feel like they got acclaimed in some way where Tony was like, can you just hold on to those belts for like, <laughs> until I'm ready for this? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just just uh, it's like he's like fat. He's he's walking, talking somewhere, and he just dumps the belt off. He's like, "Can you just hang on to those? I'll be back." And then just keeps keeps running. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm happy. I'm 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 happy with anything. My heart is open. Um, I feel like I haven't. I guess they were at. We, we were watching. Leah and I were both watching Collision. But we skipped out before Battle of the Belt, so I actually didn't see that. So that never. No, mind. it was so late. Yeah, it was <laughs> really late. Um, also in the tag team division this week, we had Top Flight fighting Private Party on Dynamite, uh, which the match was fine. I think the takeaway from a number of people was like they were like Mark Quinn and Dante. 
had been out injured and that there was a little bit of a vibe of like they were not trying to get injured again which (laughs) with their specific acts it does make for a different kind of program yeah 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 um but it was, it was very happy to see see both these teams. I like really yeah. don't remember much of what happened, but it was like, oh, did all you guys? Little did guys. you guys understand the finish? No. no, I was shocked to see what you had written. I didn't realize there was anything I was supposed to understand about the finish. <laughs> so please, please inform us. Well, I like I'm the world's stupidest girl, and I probably should have like asked somebody. But like I, Marquen rolled Darius up, and he was holding the top rope which i think is illegal and the at after dante was trying to they dante and darius were both trying to explain something to the ref and the ref was just like what i can't hear you i don't i don't know what you're saying i don't i don't i don't understand (laughs) and like it i think i think that that's cheating potentially but it just wasn't really um explained and like i don't know it wasn't really usually when somebody's cheating like commentary is like yeah that was cheating hello yeah. girls <laughs> i was i was about to say do you think if we had to take a quiz today just about the general rules of wrestling do you think you could get a passing grade no. it's not an open book test Probably i think i know no I we have I'd been fail. watching wrestling for three years, and I, honest to God, think that I would—I absolutely would fail that. But that we yeah. rely on commentary, as you've pointed out. Like yeah. we, we we rely on them explicitly saying someone just did cheating, and then we're like, I don't know what happened, but seems like it was cheating <laughs> based on commentary. <laughs> well, right, that was like bad. I'm the supposed to like was bad. <laughs> Like, what, otherwise I'm supposed to know that grabbing someone's panties is illegal? Like, how would I ever have known that? So, yeah. It's like when I was watching Friday Night Lights, and, like, the first time I watched it, every single time they'd be playing a game and, like, Coach would, like, slam his clipboard down. I'd be like, and what did, what happened? Did it have to wait for, like, that must the have commentary been a bad play. on that? Yeah. <laughs> like, to be like, and this happened. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> One thing I know Lord is knows, that I don't know. Coach ain't happy. And if Coach ain't happy, ain't no one happy. That's what I know. That is us with wrestling. Yeah. So no. If Excalibur ain't happy, ain't no one happy. That's why going to live shows is like a nightmare because I'm constantly like, they're, they're, I don't know. That's what we always say. Attention to. I do. I do think that I always wonder if we're in the minority and that anytime any of us have been to a live show, we've been like, and I wish that we had commentary. And I'm like, do other people want this? Or are they like, thank God, I don't have to listen to commentary. I can just hear, I can just hear the graps. I can just hear the smick smack of the bodies on themselves and on the ring. I still think our all time greatest idea was that like at the entrance, they hand out headphones like they do at museums. Get Excalibur pipe straight into your ears. I re- I'm really imagining that it like they roll it out and it's a service that no one takes advantage of. They're like, why would you ever do that? And we're the only ones being like, we're just going on a little tour of the museum right now. It's so nice to know what's happening. <laughs> These stupid girls. Um well, we like Private Party and uh, and uh, Top Flight, so it's nice to see them. I think that's all we can truly say about it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we know, it's that when it's nice to see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> we said those are 
some sweet boys, so it's nice to see them. Speaking of sweet boys, let's do a quick check-in. This didn't even happen on an AEW property. Uh, Jungle Boy has reappeared from the wilderness. He emerged to attack uh, Mox's son, Shota, Battle in the Valley, a show I know a little something about (laughs) from New Japan. And... uh, so he attacked Shota and he was, he had a big beard and he put on a little armband that said scapegoat and he <laughs> tore up an AEW contract in the ring. So a little angle there and it looks like our young boys on excursion. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Think about that. I think it's a great yeah. idea. Like, I think it's going to be really good for him and I, th- I hope he stays away like at least a forbidden <laughs> door but if not like longer until like we're all salivating being like please give him back to us <laughs> i'm glad you ended it that way because it did have a little tone of like i hope he never comes back i love it for him i hope he stays away forever. i want him to be doing such cool things in new japan that it makes me feral yeah i agree yeah. i think it's nice for him to be in new japan i do f- I mean, it's still so stupid that he's been banned from AEW that I, I'm not as enthusiastic for it, but I think it'll be good. I think my my feeling that it's like, could just be really wrong, is it's like, it does feel like AEW is like, we're worried about what's going to happen when we bring you back and like, we're not sure how to bring you back. I don't feel that worried about like what the crowd reaction would be actually, but... I think that if they were like, well, this is how we want to handle it, that's great. And I think it will be really enriching for him. And he can keep working on his beard, which is just looking so crazy. And I'm, I love it. He's just a sweet, ratty boy. And uh, he's in a bad mood because he's a scapegoat. So scapegoat. have fun. Go, go ham. Beat people <laughs> up. Yeah. Love you, baby. And I, this, this, uh, gimmick does dovetail very well with the bucks so if he does come back sooner he could he could rejoin the bucks and they could both Mm -hmm. be like little bratty furious heels even if we don't see him again until (laughs) for the three of them (laughs) (laughs) the bucks are one (laughs) jb is one so both we all know that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I think even if we don't see him for a while, even if we don't see him until Forbidden Door, he could still come back in and join the Bucks. If they're still ruining old men's lives, he'd love to do that with them. Doing a little yeah, rehab on the tag agreed, division? Yeah. If they agreed or try to retire Christian, yeah, he of course is on board. Mm. Oh, my God. Now that, now that is interesting. <laughs> Leah, wow. You really made a connection oh, there. I'm going to get a good grade Christian, in podcasting. old man that JB has history with (laughs) and let's move on to another topic that has a little something to do with history or history will come up in the topic well let's move on to the next topic shall we (laughs) podcasting it's never been easier Diana Parazzo was on Collision and Dynamite this week, so she was fighting Red Velvet and Anna Jay, respectively. She won both matches. She is our new daughter, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Omicron, Omicron surge for Diana Parazzo. Omicron surge, we ride at dawn for Diana Parazzo. We <laughs> love Diana Parazzo. Yeah. People on the internet were mean to her, and she was very cool about it. We think she's great, and loved watching her wrestle. She's, like, looking angry out there and that's what i like killer i also 
appreciated One Nation Radio's segment about this. And if you haven't listened, uh, you should go ahead and listen because they were like, and to all the men of Twitter, the answer to people body shaming <laughs> Diana is not to be like, hey, I'd, I'd hit it. I'd have sex. <laughs> no. I definitely would. That would. That's not how you counter that. And so, in fact, stop. It's 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 wild. Really, cla- really classic bad ma- online male behavior to be like. Actually, I would love to fuck her. <laughs> I know. It's like thank you. And they're like, it's so empowering for women to know that. And it's like actually, no, you can leave. Keep that one to yourself. That's actually fine. Yeah. One thing you could do is just talk about her like a normal wrestler. <laughs> okay, so um, again, she was on Collision and Dynamite. She won both matches on Dynamite. Tony Storm was on commentary uh, during the match, and afterwards, Renee came into the ring to interview Diana, asking if she had anything she wanted to say to Tony Storm. Diana said, "What well, I would I would call the magic words for us." <laughs> she said <laughs> that she and Tony have history. They used to be like sisters Mm -hmm. it's clear that tony has changed because her behavior is so erratic and then she said but so have i and Mm. uh they had a little back and forth where diana was being like i'm the best technical wrestler and blah 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 uh tony got kind of worked up and was like i'll deal with you later luther carried her backstage diana had this great segment at the end where she was just kind of like coming down from the match doing it i don't know what she was actually doing with her hands but it was very like meryl street prop acting where in my (laughs) mind she's like taking some wrist tape off or something like looking at the camera like she's wild she's really something isn't she i was (laughs) obsessed with it it was such a good little moment that just made me feel like oh you know what you're doing you're you got it under control it was so confident and like yeah just uh felt felt friendly like you're in the camera and she's just talking to you like your buddies Mm -hmm. loved it but also like she felt it like it felt really like big starry to me like that mm-hmm. she was just like oh people are always filming me and I don't really you know pay that much attention to it but yeah of course I'll chat to the camera and be like absolutely wild what some people get yeah. up to anyway <laughs> exactly uh I thought it was great uh what do you guys I, think I also really liked Tony's back and part of the back and forth the fact that she said my past is none of your business was so funny but also she said I'm gonna hit her in the box that's so funny (laughs) Tony Storm like honestly like keeps finding new funny things to say and do I'm like I'm not getting sick of this gimmick so far which is pretty impressive no no it's I'm just I'm really on board uh it just hasn't like it just hasn't taken up that much time and it's yeah. still fun. Yeah. And she says yeah. something different and crazy each week before she does her catchphrase, which is great. Mm-hmm. When the camera cut to commentary and Tony was just stroking Nigel and just like <laughs> petting him, but like in the absent minded way that you like pet a cat. Like, I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> Was there a thing that you thought Ian was uh, Tony Schiavone and yes. <laughs> just kept and it, being like, you've never looked better? It was so I had I had tried a couple times to be like, who is on commentary tonight that I don't usually hear? Like, there's a voice I don't usually hear, but I don't know who it is. And no one would answer me, of course. And then uh, she, so we're in this match and I just haven't really thought about it that much more. And I was trying to start this pair of hand warmers knitting. So I wasn't looking at the screen at any of the junctures when you would have realized what was going on and then suddenly I was and I just lost it. 
I just <laughs> fully lost it. That I was like, she's just been saying all of that to Ian Riccoboni. Is that how you say his last name? <laughs> I think so. It's really funny, too, because Tony Schiavone was just, like, out sick. So that was just, like, a last-minute, <laughs> like, decision. Tony's which a good improver. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The most important thing you can be. I good mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy how much this gimmick has, like, m- improved her from where she, when she was with The Outsiders. Like, she was nothing yeah. to me. And now mm-hmm. I'm, like... Tony is like a cornerstone of the women's division. <laughs> I know. I thought this was great. I'm glad they I'm glad they have history. Um I'm glad that they're going to fight. I think that'll be good. I'm glad we love Diana and she's our daughter. I mean, she's our daughter. What do you, what do you want to see from our daughter her. going forward? I need Brit to come back. I need yeah, Brit to come I back. Wanna I want to see, see them and interact. Brit. Yeah. Yeah. Plus like this match was really fun. It was just like fast and like like quick and good. Um, I mean, some women's matches are pretty slow, so it'd be fun to watch her like in the ring with Tony Storm, with Britt, like all those guys. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. Someone who could really go. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is like, I know that there's not, no one is predict- predicting when Jamie Hayter's coming back or like, yeah. I think, you know, people have even been kind of dismal about whether she is coming back. But in my fantasy booking, if mm. Britt comes back and Deanna and Britt are a tag team and they're like really killing it. And then Jamie comes back and is like, I'm gone for a year and you cheat on me. And then it becomes like this whole like war between them over custody of Britt. I would like that. Yeah. I like what I'm hearing from you. Uh, And that's all I'll say about that. I love what (laughs) I've just heard and can't really top it. So the only other stuff we have going on in the women's division that we could check in on, we did have some further developments in the, uh, in the, uh, Soraya sabotaging Jeff and Ruby's relationship soap opera on rampage. I want to say, is that yes. right? Where, yeah. uh, Soraya had engineered a situation where Harley Quinn, is that her name? It- like it from is Batman? Harley, but it's no. Harley, not Quinn though. It's Cameron. Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron. Okay, great. Uh, Harley Quinn, good show though. Um, <laughs> where Harley Cameron, I guess, kissed Jeff, and then he pushed her away. But Soraya showed Ruby the footage, like right up until like the kiss and then paused it and Ruby was like, Jeff, how could you? And Jeff was like, it's not what it looked like. (laughs) He was bringing in a cake for her birthday and she shoved the cake in his face. And then he came out to the match covered in cake. Yeah. My favorite part of that was John Silver being like, Hey, he's got cake in his face. Can he (laughs) wrestle like that? (laughs) There's no rule saying a man can't wrestle with cake on his face. Yeah, I got to... That, that, that we know of. That, that comes of. up on the test. I mean... We're screwed. Yeah. We're screwed. <laughs> no, I'm still enjoying this little storyline so much. Like, it's also, like, not taking up a lot of time. It progresses forward. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, like, funny or cute every time I see it. I don't enjoy Harley particularly, but um, the rest of it. That's no. Great. I think I, more and more I'm really starting to... Well, I guess I've been saying it the whole time, but I just really feel it now after we had our long experience with the end of MJF's reign. I'm like, if someone is doing something, but not for very long, every week or two weeks or whatever, it's fine. They can do almost anything if it's not for that long. 
Yeah. yeah. If it's for like 60 seconds, like I'll watch anything for 60 seconds. Yeah. yeah. More and some 20, of it I won't like, minutes, but it's, yeah. You know? It's, yeah. If it's not happening a lot, why complain about it? Yeah. We never will until probably <laughs> I do about something next week, probably. <laughs> okay. Let's check in on what's happening on the, uh, on the title scene. So, this week, Swerve and Hangman both got backstage interviews with Renee. I thought Renee did some great acting during these. She loves, like, ending these little segments. Like, they're giving these crazy speeches at her, and she's just looking around like, okay, it actually has nothing to do with me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she, I would love to give one normal interview around here. It's really, like, the one season that she was on Total Divas with Mox, and, like, every time someone started to do something dramatic, like, or get in a fight at dinner or something, she'd get this look on her face like, oh, no. Oh, I don't want to be involved in this. And then she would just kind of, like, not say very much. And that is her vibe, yeah. It's a little, like, she's like, I can see you feel really strongly about this. And then after <laughs> after uh, after work at drinks, she's just like, the shit that people were saying to me today, like, I didn't go into your baby's nursery. <laughs> But, like, my favorite thing about her is the vibe is, like, she does always want to hear it, though. Oh, like yeah. She, yeah. Right. She's always going to be at that dinner. She's going to be at the <laughs> table. She's just like, yeah. oh, wow. Are you guys fighting? I wouldn't do that. But I need to get along. She's like, the stuff you're saying, it's not what I would say. But it is entertaining to listen to. I will give you that. <laughs> she's so good. She had so many interviews in this episode. I was like, boy, she's really taking work away from all our other mediocre was, backstage interviews in worried yeah. when i i was reflecting on what she had done this past episode and i thought where is alex marvez my son <laughs> in a sense is, like i'm like yes it was kind of like it was it was bad when it was like only men did backstage interviews and it's so much nicer with renee but they've got to give alex marvez at least one little moment where <laughs> he's somewhere scoop. he shouldn't be trying to get an interview from someone who doesn't want to talk to him. Exactly. I, do, I think role. that Alex Marvez should be permanently on like in uh, uh, he's in the investigative bureau. You know what I mean? He's working for spotlight. Yeah. He's hunting down <laughs> stories. He never gets they, assigned like a nice little interview. He's always skulking around somewhere being like, have you, can you give a, can you give a little scoop to Alex? And they everyone's always like, no, they should send him to Japan to find jungle boy and like figure out what's going on. <laughs> oh my God. And jungle boy, like, beats him up or something yeah because he's be bad fun. now he's that bad would be now great. i wonder if alex yes. marvez can take a bump i'd love to find out that is such a good question maybe we should ask someone <laughs> <laughs> well i just pictured i just pictured us asking him and him giving us that injured owl look <laughs> why would you want to hurt me <laughs> just looking at you like i have children <laughs> why would you want me to take a bump? Do we not have workplace protection? <laughs> the safety record around here. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, so in these backstage interviews, we had Swerve. Swerve went on this long and passionate speech where he was being like, God could come down from the heavens wanting to fight. And I think, and Hangman could fight God, but he could never beat me. It was like, girl, you are up late nights lying in bed <laughs> staring at the ceiling like the, you're in an elaborate fantasy god came down from the heavens and you 
envisioned Hangman with his beautiful golden <laughs> curls stepping up to fight him and then thought, but he could never beat me? <laughs> you are down bad, sir. It's like, these are some elaborate fantasies for sure. Wow. Th- it's Renaissance shit. The amount they were, like, bringing Swerve and Hangman, like, throughout the show to, like, obsessively talk about each other and stare at each other, like, I love it. This is the kind of threading. It's fan service, and it's so important, actually. So important. We also had a Hangman wearing a gold chain, and uh, he hit us with this transparent lie. He said, Swerve seems to think about me a lot. I don't think about him at all. If he says he can beat me, I would say it doesn't matter because he's not the world champion. Samoa Joe is. I'll be watching tonight. And if Hook wins, God be with you. The, the biblical language <laughs> that, is, that is popping up in the bleak midwinter of wrestling, I personally love it. But it yeah. is starting to, like, I'm hearing it more and more. <laughs> They're going to start throwing a behold in there. It's going to be all over. Hark. Yeah. Hark. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing about the word behold, because I did my undergrad in like biblical and uh, classical languages, but I'm the excited. word behold. Yeah. It's like they use it just as like an interjection in like Hebrew and then in the Greek and the New Testament too. And like it literally translates to look. So I don't understand why Bible translations aren't constantly being having Jesus be like, look, the meek will inherit the earth because that is the tone. <laughs> Jesus is up, fed up. He's like, you me talk about this again? Look. <laughs> Shut up, five. So ten is talking. <laughs> See here. <laughs> Should we start a Bible podcast? I love to start a Bible podcast. <laughs> and you get in can, there. You can head it out. This is the, the, the you will assign us readings. Oh. So you have a little more expertise. Mm. We'll read and then we'll just kind of kick it around. Sunday school style. Sunday yeah. school. Well, it would be so interesting. <laughs> You'll be on because... his best. <laughs> love it. Because it would be so good, though, because, Allie, you're you're Jewish, but you were raised in a Catholic yeah. school. And I went to Catholic and, school, but yeah. Yeah. And, and you were raised, like, Christ, Christian, but not, yeah. like, yeah. Evangelical, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I was I was extremely cafeteria Catholic, so I'd really love to see what our three <laughs> backgrounds. I have really never bring. heard the term cafeteria Catholic before. Oh really? I'm, no, I'm obsessed oh. with it. Yeah, you pick and choose what you want. You're just like yeah. taking I, birth control willy nilly. Yeah, I only know Christmas and Easter. I I know mm. that term, but cafeteria also a, cl- Catholic. a classic type of Catholic to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. There's so many good types of Catholic to be. I mean, these old religions. <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> behold. Uh, behold. Swerve also really went ham on his eye makeup this week. Oh, my God. I would say this is the week. And you know what? I love it every week. Okay? So, Swerve, don't stop. Keep keep expressing yourself via the medium of eye makeup. This is the week that we went a little into Bucky Barnes territory for me. We were, it was a little, it was a little, it was so dark all around, Mm -hmm. but you know what? Again, you keep doing anything that occurs to you to do because I love it every time. Yeah. He's playing in the space. 
Well, that's the thing about Swerve is that, like, it's, like, it's so clear that when he experiments, he's paying attention to the results, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, that's yes. working or that's not working. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should keep playing and trying things out and, you know, bringing us things. Makeup is the art of expression. You yeah. are sh- And you are showing how you feel and who you are. So yeah. he said, I'm feeling a little sleepless because of all these <laughs> fantasies that are coming up in the night. <laughs> it is very funny that Hangman was like, I don't think about him at all because it is a lie, but it after hearing Swerve's promo, like a pretty good burn is like, you are thinking about me a lot, like kind of in weird ways. Yeah. So it's the, um, it's the Mad Men thing of like, what is <laughs> yeah. it? I think, I think you're a bad person. I don't think about you at all or whatever. I don't what is, think yeah. about you at all. Yeah. 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 Classic. It's, it, oh, and I know the thing is that like Swerve uh, Hangman was lying, but if Swerve heard the yeah. Hangman say that, I think oh, Swerve yeah. would Mad. lose his shit. You don't yeah. think Absolutely. about me? How <laughs> yeah. dare you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the set. The sexy. It's so sexy for Hangman to be like, okay, I'm gonna no sell it. I'm just gonna be like, I don't think about you. And he's convincing himself almost. He's like, and actually, I don't. And it's so sexy that Swerve would not be in a position to like think about that logically in the moment. It would just be like, don't fucking say that to me. Oh, you don't think yeah. about me? Don't you fucking say that to me. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. So so we got all of that. And then uh, later, Samoa Joe versus Hook main evented Dynamite. Uh, this match was shockingly good. I mean, to, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. We weren't that excited <laughs> for the Samoa Joe reign, but he really said, girls, I'm going to step it up, okay? And I'm, you are going to like it, and you are going to have fun, and I am going to yeah. murder little boys. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I'm that's listening. what girls want to see. Okay, yeah, I'm listening. It's crazy. <laughs> he, like, hadn't been fun at all this whole time at AEW, and then his promo last week, he was having such a good time. I was like, well, I'm enjoying watching you, which is confusing, and you're talking about committees in a way that I find entertaining. And then this week, he just murdered hook right in front of me yeah i what i would like and i don't need it but i would like it if some of the men would just say to us like there was a long period where samoa joe was phoning it in you're not wrong about that yeah he was phoning it in but Mm -hmm. then he got called up to to the champ scene and he said okay i'll give you i'll give you the full i'll give you the full joe and i like the full joe i'm having fun We've been begging him this whole time to if somebody be, if somebody would only be honest with us that something has changed since yes. CM Punk got fired. <laughs> we just want to changed within get, me. <laughs> get men in a straitjacket. Just admit it. Just say it. <laughs> just admit it. He wasn't like this the whole time. You have to understand how it looked to us. We'd never met him before. He was giving us nothing. <laughs> Okay, but now he's defying gravity. Uh, and me too, I'm having a great time. He murdered Hook. Live on he, TBS television, he murdered Hook to death. He murdered him to death. Murdered yeah, he killed that death. kid. I feel like yeah. that, like... That huge, like big monster, like is destroying someone. Is not yeah. usually like a match that I like enjoyed that much. But this match, boy, I really enjoyed it. You know, I actually think we have liked it before because we liked when Nero was doing it actually effectively before he was like, I actually don't wrestle anymore because I <laughs> love to win so much. But we like when he was doing it. We like it when it's done well. In the past, yeah. we have so. 
I thought, well, the bloodlust rose in me during this match. And I literally was sitting there typing like, what other twinks will they feed to him? What other boys will he, will he murder? Who can is, he kill? Is he going to fight Orange Cassidy? Because I'd like to kill see him. <laughs> kill him. Kill him, my son. Kill, kill him. The amount that I know that Samoa Joe could chuck OC into the stands. Like, oh, happy, mm. happy. I, well, I no. hope he would chuck very, very carefully because some <laughs> men have not been careful before. And I don't actually right now remember who they were. Yeah, was it, it Keith, was Keith Lee, Lee who hurt his shoulder? It was yeah. Keith Lee. Yeah. Keith, Keith Lee. You were on, that mm. week you were on thin ice with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> said, you throw him safely or OSHA's coming to call. <laughs> um, okay, so that did spot. That spot where Samoa Joe like threw Hook into the commentary table, like head first, I was like, oh my God. And I think yeah. like I was re-watching it and I think Samoa Joe's hand was like around the back of his head. So it really was not what it looked like. But oh my God. I was like, he's somebody needs to call somebody. Somebody <laughs> stop this. Can we can we get like a mercy ending? Like what do you <laughs> I know exactly what ending. you're saying, but I love that just now you were like, and I do think wrestling is fake. I, and I thought about it, and I think wrestling may, may, may be fake. Well, you know, I, when the Young Bucks walked out and Sting saw them for the first time, that wasn't actually the first time Sting learned that they were going to be his opponents. His perhaps. face fell because he thought it was going to be FTR, Jesus but he Christ. found out. Uh, with us, right on that spot, that it was the Bucks, young and he Bucks, was they sad because their EVPs and FTR were standing at Gorilla, ready to go out and be welcomed into Sting's loving arms. But the Young Bucks EVPs came up and they said, "Step back, we're going out instead." And Sting was horrified. He was horrified. He never saw it coming. He couldn't stop it. Yeah, he couldn't. And then stop. later, there was nothing he could do. Yeah. yeah, right. And then later, the Bucks actually paid Dave Meltzer to say that yeah. Sting had wanted it all along. Well, they well, would. And I mean, anyways, they're basically in a romantic relationship with Dave Meltzer. Well, so. because, yeah, well, because everyone has seen them kissing. <laughs> everyone has seen them kissing before. The Meltzer driver, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't seen them kiss? <laughs> Raise your hand if you haven't seen Dave Meltzer and the Young Bucks kissing. <laughs> no one does. Hands down. Okay, well, we've wandered a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, but I agree. It did look absolutely insane. And then when Smojo was just strutting around the ring, just great work. Funny. Had a great time. Love yeah. that. Funny, funny, love it. Uh, Hook did lose, but then he did a bit. He got choked out, um, which I think there were, there were a number of funny conversations about that online with people being like, it looked silly. And I was like, I think you guys are like UFC pilled or something. Like, you know too much about fighting. Trust me, just to normal, casual violence enjoyers, it looked <laughs> scary. It looked like, you know, yeah. I wouldn't want to be yeah. choked yeah. out. Like, just take yeah. my also, word for it. Like, okay, that looks silly, but a moonsault looks like a great way to attack somebody. Like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I can't. I'm like, y'all know too, you all know too much. You need to step back and just take it from us. We've been watching this sport for three years. It looked like violence. Okay? So don't worry about it. It looked bad. Um... So, but Hook kept kind of staggering to his feet afterwards, like to be like, no, I'm not done. And Samojo kept coming back to the ring to be like, sure, I'll fucking beat you up again. Uh, and then eventually Hangman's music hit and he ran out kind of to save Hook from himself, like, which is pretty funny to just be like, dude, just lie down. Just, <laughs> just, 
<laughs> little buddy, just let him get out of here. Little yeah. buddy, just stay on your back. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got, uh, we realized that Swerve had come out too. So he was nearby, like watching this happen. He was not trying to save anybody. He's just observing. And we had a moment where Samoa Joe observed Hangman and Swerve, and you got a little bit of face acting like, fuck, these guys are not going to leave me alone. <laughs> and then he left. Um, do you think the implication of Swerve of, this? of Swerve coming out, the implication of Swerve coming out and staring is that he's just been kind of following Hangman around yeah, backstage the whole time, yes. <laughs> just staring at him <laughs> everywhere he goes? Yes. Well, because he had said in his promo earlier, he was like, I always have eyes on you. He had like a whole thing like that that he was doing where it's like, okay, buddy, yeah, we're, that's coming through loud and clear. That is really clear. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty funny to think about like someone just being like, Hangman, you notice uh, Swerve's just kind of, he's like behind that corner. He's like watching you and Hangman's like, yeah, that's what he does. But I don't <laughs> think about him. Yeah, I just try not to think about it. <laughs> but it's like weirdly satisfied where he's like, yeah, of course he's following me around. Oh. It's like one of those things where like the one moment like Swerve's not there, Hangman's like, where is he? What? <laughs> Did yeah. he stop following me? Kate beaten Nemesis. Yeah. If Swerve didn't follow him around, he would be gut shot. He'd be rip shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's crying into a into a picture of Swerve next to him on the pillow. Why didn't you make it to our <laughs> rendezvous? You don't want to fight? You don't want to sink my ship anymore? <laughs> God. Okay. Oh, they're really doing it like no Soulmates. others. Um what do you guys think? Any other thoughts on this? You know, I mean, what can I say? Yeah, I mean, I hope that um, Hangman and Swerve have some really sexy stuff going on. Like, I do feel like Swerve shouldn't win the title, like, at Revolution because of Sting's whole thing. Like, he should be the most important thing. But it's like, if Hangman wants to wants to win the title at Revolution and then have Swerve chase him for a while, or, I mean, there's all That's, kinds of stuff. I think... I think that's my best case scenario. I think if I was allowed to run the zoo, it would be that they have a three-way at Revolution and Hangman cheats to steal it from Swerve mm. and then mm-hmm. goes on a run where Swerve is chasing him. To me, I think yeah. I would big time lose it. We could we could have this romance go for a full year, you know, if you really... You know. I've, time. I've got the stamina if they do. <laughs> <laughs> He says, I'm not gassed yet, baby. <laughs> Still in the game. Uh, interesting. I don't know why I feel like I feel like Joe's gonna keep the title at Revolution, but I'm I'm at my leisure to be proven wrong. I'm I and I would love if if I do think that Hangman should win and Swerve should beat Hangman. I think. I, you know what? I don't really know how I feel. I think they could do anything. I'm like a little like yeah. you know. I could go either way. Like if they, if I, the thing is, I don't want Swerve to win it in a three way. No, and I, agree, I don't yeah. want Swerve to win it when Sting is the most important. So if they had agree. Swerve, mm-hmm. if they had Joe retain, and then whatever the next one is, if Swerve won it there, and then Hangman won it off of Double Swerve, or nothing. Like, yeah, that be right. I think that sounds right. Yeah. I think if Hangman eventually took it off Swerve, that could also be fun. So yeah. I don't really care who wins it first as long as the other is rip shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And Joe's been so fun, I wouldn't even mind if, like, before this, like, the I suggestion know. that he might keep it longer yeah. than the revolution was, like, horrible Imagine, to me. But now I'm like, well, you know. I know. 
Imagine six weeks ago, we're like, it's fine if Joe keeps it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> he could have a good six months. Yeah, that ma- he's been working Crazy. overtime to win our our affection and our approval, and he can continue working overtime. It is he is doing a good job. He is winning it. Yes, um, and it just shows how open our hearts can be. You know, we you know we're really so true. ready to change our minds. I do think all that we prove takes- all the time. We are, it doesn't take much to win open. us over. We don't expect a lot for wrestling. No, like, give us a little bit, and we're there. Yeah. We have the backbones of chocolate eclairs. Like, we're yeah. one set of sw- uh, boyfriend sweatpants, and all of a sudden we're like making up <laughs> fantasies. Yeah. But it does, you know what? I will say, though, it cuts both ways. It's like it, you can win mm. our affection, you can lose our affection. That's, that's yeah. the name of the game. Okay? Certainly can. Yeah. No one is in there forever except for Dustin. Dustin is in there forever. There's nothing you There's can do, nothing. baby. Dustin will lose us. Dustin is knocking on Wardlow's door and being like, how do you get him so disinterested? He's like, go to the gym, work out really hard, show your guns. They're repulsed by it. And Dustin's like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. That's a ton of work. I don't want to do that. And that's why you'll always be in our hearts, baby. We'll check in with you later. Let's talk uh, just very briefly about the trio's titles. So this week, the Bang Bang Gang fought the Mogul Embassy for the ROH titles, which the Mogul Embassy had and I had forgotten about. And the (laughs) Bang Bang Gang won. Uh, Afterwards, the acclaimed, who recently tried to broker peace with the Bang Bang Gang, came out. And the AW results recap said that they saluted Bullet Club Gold with scissor hand gesture. I think I may have been <laughs> looking at my knitting at that point. So I thought they'd come out to be like, we're not on good terms now. But I guess they were kind of hopefully like, maybe we are on good terms. <laughs> I, My personal guess, and you guys can weigh in, I think they probably aren't on good terms. And again, that Bang Bang Gang will win the titles off the acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen people in a bunch of different places theorize that um that the titles are going to get unified and it kind of makes sense if bang bang gang keeps roh and then picks up the AEW titles from the acclaimed and then unifies them sure the fact that there's two sets of trios belts running around when we shouldn't even have one set of trios belts is like what are we doing I think that's true. For some reason, I am having a little mental block where I'm like, so they just unify them, but then ROH has all these other titles that haven't been... Like, I just, like, somehow my brain it keeps being like, that doesn't seem right. But I agree that it probably is right, and it does make sense. I'm not arguing against it. I'm having a personal problem. <laughs> Working through it in my head. Um, any other thoughts about this? Just seems like what's coming. That could happen at Revolution, maybe. Let's move on. I didn't realize that Dustin's section was right here. As I've said here, well, 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 well. Look who showed up to work. And should we clarify again that we're talking about Dustin, Chuck Taylor, and not I just think people should know, but yeah, I guess it's fair to say we're talking about Chuck Taylor. Uh, If you hear us saying Dustin, you should assume that it's Chuck Taylor. If it's Dustin Rhodes, we'll say Dustin Rhodes. (laughs) I think it is a, it is a fun exercise to just think about like some of the shit that we're saying and just people being like, they really, they really love Dustin Rhodes. (laughs) I like that. I think it's a feature of our podcast, not a bug. I don't think that we should try to stop it. We're, we're creating shocking little mental scenarios for you to work (laughs) through. Like, why did they say to Dustin Rhodes, like, Dustin, we love you. Call your mom. Dustin, (laughs) 
They called you Dustin could never Ropes lose their our love. Precious little baby. That <laughs> seems like a strange vibe. <laughs> they love the gimp suit, I guess. Thank you. They keep calling him their sweet boy. Um, <laughs> weird. Allie, will you say what you said uh, Dustin Rhodes was shaped by? A shape <laughs> oh, yeah. I did. I, I Leah, you said he has such a strangely shaped body. And I said, yeah, like a frog walking up on its back legs. And then I realized that he does look like, I think our friend Nicole may have been right. There may be one of these in uh, the Swan Princess, but in Thumbelina. If you search Thumbelina frog, you'll find some, <laughs> you'll find some pictures that are <laughs> simplify how I envision Dustin Rose. <laughs> At first, you just said that he was shaped like a frog, and instantly, what I thought of was <laughs> Michigan J Frog. <laughs> I don't know what that Tunes. is. Oh my god, he wears a oh. top hat and he's tap dancing, and like mm. he to me, that is exactly. Oh, what I was like instantly. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, you're exactly that. Of course, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love yeah. now you have a couple of options. You can look at this one is kind of more right, but you can also. Go see what I was envisioning when I was like, what frogs do I know that stand up on their hind legs? I think I you said like a sexy frog from Thumbelina. Yeah, you said like a horny like frog. A horny, or, yeah. horny frog from Thumbelina. <laughs> well, I think it, there's like a, there's like a, I'm sorry to say it, but kind of like a predatory frog in Thumbelina <laughs> who's kind of like not chill. Like his behavior towards Thumbelina is like really uncool, I think. So I'm sorry, Dustin Rhodes. That's not, that's not you how seem, I think of you. No, you seem very nice. You seem and everybody great. loves you, but you are built like a frog. I'm going to think of you as Michigan J frog from now he just, on. You're not he just horny. Has, you just have a top hat on. He's got, his legs are weird and too long and disproportionate. And then yeah. he has kind of a froggy apologetic like, look on his whoop, face. Big body. But you know what? We celebrate it to be so clear. We celebrate it. We celebrate it. <laughs> we love all kinds of bodies. <laughs> Just like all the men out there, we say, well, maybe not Dustin Rose, but we would have sex with it. Congratulations. <laughs> Just passionate defenders were like, well, I'd fuck him. That's not what we're saying. And again, we actually aren't even talking about Dustin Rose at all in this segment. We are talking about Dustin Chuck Taylor our biological son who never calls home. So we don't know how he's doing, except that this week he did show up on AWTV because we had now, actually let's, um, let's not even describe it really. And let's start with you guys had seen this, um, this promo that was only online that I had missed. Okay. And yeah, it is really problematic that you guys hadn't brought it to my attention. So <laughs> let's start there. Now we're in the court. They were in the court, and you're getting tried by fire. But did you think this was kind of a strange backstage promo? I was clear yeah. to me why it was only online. <laughs> they were doing their thing where they kind of talk over each other, but they had kind of a strange, like a little subdued energy. And then OC was kind of like, yeah, yeah, like other guys, like let them talk, like don't stop. And nobody Usually told you watch- the Lucha Brothers. Nobody told the Lucha Brothers what kind of promo this was going to be. So, like, Greg did something (laughs) fucking insane. And then they cut to the Lucha Brothers, and Pento was just like, okay, well, I'm going to do it normal. Hey, (laughs) we're going to fight, and I'm going to do good fighting, and you're going to (laughs) lose. It it did really feel like, in most backstage promos, even when they don't go that well, 
or like they're not good. You know, you you feel like everybody showed up on the same page about what was going to happen. This literally felt like they got grabbed, didn't have any time to discuss what was happening. And it was just like, camera's rolling. Let's get going. And they were like, what do you want? Every single man was just like, uh, yeah, so I guess so, like, uh, Chuck was going to fight, but then his his foot is more messed up. And Chuck was like, my foot's more messed up than we thought. So, uh, so Orange and I are going to fight. Like, Greg being like, is that what you want me to say? So we're going to fight, and so we will fight. And then at the end, with OC being like, well, I'm a little worried. And then Dustin's just back there being like, no, nah, you fought him before, so I wouldn't make that show <laughs> Penta told him he'd never fought a team with no fear before, but Dustin was like, well, we have, because we already fought you. Yeah, it was crazy. Energy levels were at an all-time low. (laughs) I also really loved Greg being passive-aggressive, being like, yeah, you've had a lot of tag partners. (laughs) Danhausen, Shibata. It is funny, because like... Greg is, like, he's been doing a little through line of being kind of mad that Orange Cassidy is hanging out with Dan Housen and Hook all the time, but, like, it never goes anywhere, and it's never a thing. So, but, I mean, good stuff. I do like, though, that it, it is, I think that you said this, Leah, or Sarah said this, something about, like, the real-world explanation for why they haven't tagged together is it's, like, well, you're both kind of, like, little bitches. You both kind of, like, <laughs> like things your way. And it's, like, Dustin is the one person there who's, like, yeah, I'll kind of do whatever I'm told. So. <laughs> that was Sarah. Although Sarah first, was very pleased. Yeah. He, Dustin he, does he surround Greg, himself of with. Of course, have had their, they've had their big fights. So I know that you can stand up for stuff, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> he does kind anyway, of surround himself with bossy, bossy little men, doesn't he? He loves bossy men. Dustin Rhodes does. Uh, okay, so <laughs> whatever. They have this whole fight. Uh, Chuck Taylor's ringside. That's really the thing for us. Like, And I do feel like this is the moment where it's like, if you didn't miss it, we're girls. And we like <laughs> Chuck Taylor. We like Chuck Taylor. That was really big important to us. Like, just a lot of, I'm so sorry to OC and Greg. I spent a lot of this match being Absolutely. like, and look at him just walking around. And he He's wasn't doing shit. I love that man so much. Go King, give us nothing. Give us nothing. I don't think he even slapped the ring at all. He was kind of just chilling, just watching. And I said, thank you, give me more. Thank you, give me another. He had to sit down because of his poor, sad, jacked up ankle. Oh, his little ankle. And commentary told us more about his injury. Anyway. So they have this whole fight. Um, O.C. and Greg, who have never tagged together before but did so successfully, won. Uh, We go to get our best friend's hug, and then uh, music hits. It's Roddy Strong with his little mustache and the kingdom. So they come out. They march into the ring. Roddy, it's three three on three men. Roddy's going, you know, eye to eye, whatever, toe to toe with O.C. (laughs) And he is like, you're so tired. You're doing tag team matches. You ha- don't have the gas to keep that title. My title. It's my title. It was like, Roddy, what the hell? I guess he- <laughs> I'm kind of talking myself through it. I guess that Adam Cole did say that they all want titles, but he is scared of Samoa Joe. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I mean, he I should be. I love little. I get silenced after my compatriot. <laughs> After what happened with Hook, he definitely should be. No. He should feel fear, yeah. So he he may think this is the easy target, 
I can get this title. So he says, that title is mine. And OC is like, okay, well, let's fight for it right now. And then Roddy said, no, we will fight for it at Revolution on March 3rd. First he ripped his shirt off, and then he said, not now. (laughs) I love that I blocked that out completely. I did not. I pretend I do not see it. Um, Yeah, so they're going to fight at Revolution, which it, it is very early to establish that. I'm not complaining, Tony, okay? I'm not complaining. Don't be like, you always say we do the matches too late. Now you're mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm just interested. What do you guys think? I'm just asking questions. Yeah, the fact that it's established like pretty far in advance means they've got to do some intervening matches, right? Like like maybe so? Dustin and Greg fight fight the Little Kingdom boys. Maybe, maybe we see Chuck Taylor wrestle. Well, it would certainly depend on what's going on with his ankle. I mean, his little it certainly foot. would. Do you guys want to talk about the way that his little sweatsuit looked? So cute. I thought it was the best fitting little sweatsuit we've ever seen him in. (laughs) I was feral during this. He's going to listen to this and you'll never see that sweatsuit ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. Cut it. Fuck. Bleep it off. Dustin, the sweatsuit, it was hideous. It was a hideous sweatsuit that, that hid his whole body away. We hated it. (laughs) Don't ever bring that back. It was very cute. It had the little chainsaw his, himself chainsawing on the breast very, pocket. Yeah, I love his dedication cute. to his little outfits. But yeah. did you guys think at the end of the OC match when like, uh, like it uh, there was a moment where Ch- Dustin all of a sudden started limping and he like held his ankle out like gingerly and I was like, oh, you're playing this up. Oh, like you, you were like, ah, I'm hurt. It's like, are you hurt? Are you like, are you just doing a thing where you're like, well, Ray's not, Ray's hurt. So I think I should get some, uh, I think I should still be on 60. Because Ray, Ray Phoenix well, Renee, is also, he's, Renee, he's hurt. She did say that thing in that backstage promo where she was like, seems like both teams are, are plagued with some injuries. So I, I, when I saw that, I did think of you being like, Dustin's just, she's just playing possum. I guess if Ray if Ray can't fight, I doubt that I can. Um, yeah, I, I actually I don't think they would bring him back if he wasn't yeah. ready to wrestle because it's like he's not an Adam Cole, you know, he's not a special boy to Tony. He's not going to be out here with a broken ankle <laughs> giving promos. Do you know that? Do you know that? Um, you know, I think it's a Toby Keith song where he's singing like. Um, to the world, you may be just another girl, but to me, baby, you are the world. That's us and Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) To Tony Khan, you may be just another wrestler, but to us, you are the wrestler. You are the world. (laughs) And welcome to all our new listeners from the Social Suplex Network. (laughs) You're kind of getting good. I warned them. I warned them. I said, we are girls. (laughs) Who like Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we have any other anything else we actually want to say about this? Any uh, other thoughts? He may was funny up his injury. I think he probably. I hope he'll be able to wrestle. I think so. Yeah, it was funny for Roddy to be like, "That's my belt," and thanks for keeping it warm for me. When OC has been like the only person who's ever had it, basically. (laughs) I honestly think it should be called the Orange Cassidy Memorial (laughs) International. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's right. Um, I think Roddy is. It was giving Delulu. You know, yeah. it's like, That's wow, true. you are not well in your mind. 
Okay. And uh, I think we don't even have to get into that. Do you want to get into, do you want to say anything about Adam Copeland? That's our last topic. Yeah. Anything you want to say about him at all? I missed collision, <laughs> so I got nothing. <laughs> he it did something fine. called the Copen. The Cope. No, the Cope Open. Well, he said Cope Open, but I immediately <laughs> said Copen. Copen. It's the Copen. Yeah. The Copen. Wow. I don't think. I think that it really was just this question we already hit on of whether Dustin Rhodes is going to get murdered by the Young Bucks. So <laughs> he this may. is his final push before the Young Bucks take him out. Because we are seeing him a lot for some reason. <laughs> so we're seeing a lot of Dustin Rhodes. It better be mm. leading somewhere. I, you better know. be getting givered. It feels <laughs> like it would be crazy to show me this much Dustin Rhodes and not have it lead to him being murdered for being an old man by the young bucks but <laughs> anything is possible i guess the problem yeah. is that there are two young bucks and he doesn't have an old man tag team partner like edge keith and lee. cope mm. you think that keith lee thinks that he's an old man who should be murdered next to dustin <laughs> by the young bucks? <laughs> if he, he went back to the gray hair you know that's basically <laughs> We just get back. We're like consultants. We sweep backstage and we're just like, you, old man, dead. You, old, dead. We're like Renee Rapp. I'm ageist. You, dead, old, dead. Uh, I can I bring up something to be honest, completely but, off topic? Oh, yeah. Oh, my Please. God. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen that new Willow Nightingale shirt with where she's riding a unicorn? Yes, I loved it. Yeah. It goddamn rules. Yeah. Did you know it's the same the, the same artist who does Don Callis's paintings? No, but that <gasps> makes sense. It does have that vibe. That Good is for her. amazing. Isn't wow, that so great. cool? Yeah, I found that out. Do just we before know how recording. she ended up in Don Callis's sphere? Like, how no does idea. she come to Don Callis's? Imagine just, like, one day you wake up. I mean, I guess this is kind of, like, our experience of becoming wrestling podcasters, too, a little bit. <laughs> but it's, like, you just do one painting, and then suddenly you're, like, I guess I do wrestling art now. I guess that's kind of my thing. I kind of do wrestling art. That's great. Good for her. Good yeah. Her. I think I'm going to buy that shirt. I like it so much. I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy it. It's great. You should. It's great. I love that. Okay. Any other topics that I missed that I failed to bring up that I relegated to the grab bag and you wish I'd made him a segment? No, you did a great mm -hmm. job. You did oh, a great thank job. You, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to my women. I've been Allie. I've been Ann. And I've been Leah. It was more tunnel talk than it ever has been before. <laughs> Our theme is by Chris Crookin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. You can find us on the social suplex network Discord via a link in our Twitter bio to a link tree where you can find all of our stuff. It's kind of like I'm sending them down a little maze here. Uh, you can find this podcast uh, the way that you normally find it or on the Social Suplex Network feed. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts and come back next week.